0: Hello and welcome. I'm Marquette and you're listening to Mind Body Dallas. Thank you for being here. Today I'm talking about number 10 of 11, the law of obedience. These laws are from Raymond Hollywell's book called Working with the Law, 11 Truth Principles for Successful Living. Jeremiah 7:23. Obey me and I will be your God and you will be my people. Walk in obedience to all I command you so that it may go well with you. My Bible study teacher Amity always says obedience is immediate and complete. I love this quote and I don't know if it's just one of her sayings or where she got it from, but I just love it. I say it all the time to myself. It's a great reminder to myself um, when I'm, maybe thinking about doing something halfway <laughs> or waiting till tomorrow. Obedience is immediate and complete. The word obey means to submit to rule or to comply with orders or instructions. Obedience, then, is the governor of all movement, whether it be mechanical, literal, or spiritual. For example, a giant machine without its governor would tear itself apart. It would be utterly destroyed because it failed to obey its own laws of momentum or gravity. An intellectual giant who fails to comply with the laws of learning will become an idiot. (laughs) A student failing to comply with or obey the instructions of spirit, the law of God, will reverse that good and create evil. We are dependent entirely on obedience for our success or failure in this life. You and I are builders. We are given all the materials to construct the kind of life we desire to live. We build in wisdom or in ignorance according to our obedience, according to our understanding of a divine law and the use of it in our daily life. Our societies, cities, states, and nation are supported by it. Our lives are dependent upon it. Because of our respect for obedience, we as a whole support it. Today, we can look into a home and see a mother training her child into habits of discipline. Tomorrow, we will see a happy mother because her child has grown into youth and manhood that has earned success. A success because... Back in the beginning of his life, the seed of discipline was placed there, which brought forth respect, obedience, and unselfish thought. On the other hand, we see others fail because they have been allowed to grow up being disobedient, disrespectful, and selfish. We find the answer in nature. Mother Nature has no troubles she cannot overcome. She has no problems she cannot solve. She has no burdens she cannot bear. No tasks she cannot perform. Why? Why? All her operations are governed by the mighty law of harmony and order, which constantly removes any discord, which heals all diseases, which rights every wrong. It supplies every need. If In the winter, a young sprout attempts to break through the soil before season. Mother Nature destroys that sprout by freezing it out. Yet at the same time, the very snow and ice that freeze the little unruly sprout serve as a blanket and a protection to the other seedlings, complying with her laws. When a person wishes to use nature in his work, such as farming or gardening, he must know how to comply with nature's law. In turn, as he obeys her laws, he derives the best results, and in the end, he will enjoy the greatest harvest. He who obeys the laws of nature and acts as her obedient service servant later becomes the master and reaps a full harvest. Every student who obeys the law and is a true servant for good will become a greater soul and will reap the power to control his every condition and enjoy blessings galore. Who doesn't want blessings galore? We have to be a true servant of good. And remember, obedience is immediate and complete. It's not tomorrow or I'll do it when I'm in the mood or when the conditions change. It's not halfway or take what I want and leave the rest. No. If we are to obey the spirit within us rather than the conditions outside of us, then the law requires us to first think things into existence from within before we see them outside. There's a quote that goes, As above, so below. As within, so without. As the universe, so the soul. We already know from studying the laws of thinking and the laws of attraction that we bring about what we think about. We reap what we sow. We know that by law, if we plant a corn seed, nature does not make a mistake and bring forth an oak tree. So by the same law and the same reasoning, if you plant thoughts of worry, the law will obey and give you something to worry about. Whatever law you obey will in turn serve you. So the most important thing then is to know what to obey. We must learn how we will properly choose and serve the law for our highest good. We either serve principle or things. In everything, in all things that, in all situations that we think and do, we either serve principle or things. Things are the events or the result of invisible causes, whereas principle is the true cause. It is spirit. Principle is that which we think in our minds, and things are the results of those thoughts. Thoughts become things. A person who obeys illusions or worships things will have burdens to carry. A person's burdens are the things he considers his personal property, things that he feels are his very own. Therefore, he must protect them and serve them. He kind of becomes a slave to them. They become a burden. We all know people who worship illusions and things. They strive to accumulate riches. They work so hard gaining their wealth that they Might even lose their health. Then they turn around and try to gain their health by spending their wealth, and in the end, they pass away a disappointed and disillusioned person. Don't let that be you. Think about it. We came into this world with nothing, and we leave with nothing. We don't own any earthly thing, all that we have is on loan to us from God. We have to be good stewards of the blessings he pours into our lives. Your kids, your money, your house, all of these wonderful things are God's. If you died today, the world would still go round. Your kids would still be here. Your house would still be here. As the saying goes, you can't take it with you. Analyze your burdens. They arise from your thoughts and ideas of possession. You consider these things yours. You may have kids or any other dependents who must be supplied and you feel you must care for them as if they have no other protector or provider. But when you realize the allness of God, who even sees the sparrows fall, you will change your idea of responsibility. Your mental release will allow a greater flow of good to come to you. And it will come to you in many other ways than before. Thousands and millions of people today are held in bondage to the idea that they must be helped by others, that they must have relief. But listen to me when I tell you that their greatest need is not your help or my help, so much as it is a new understanding of life itself. The fear of the future has captured so many of all ages, everywhere, all over the world. As you obey the law of fear instead of the law of God, you will have many more burdens. For only as we are able to cast our burdens upon the law, we shall be free. Cast your burdens upon God and he will sustain you. You don't need help. You need new understanding. God, give me new eyes to see my situation in a new way. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I want to see you. I want to have new understanding. Help me see it your way. Help me live in the present moment, the power of now. If you are obedient to the law, you will not suffer these burdens. You will live in the present You'll do your highest good and your highest duty every day. You'll forget the past and let the future take care of itself. You'll trust God. To trust God, you must know his voice and his guidance by experience and practice. To those who have not learned this guidance, the experience must be acquired. It must be, you have to go after it, learn it. Acquire it. This is going to require you to work your trust muscle. (laughs) You're going to have to learn how to trust and believe. Remember in the law of sacrifice when I talked about discipline. This is a discipline you are going to have to work on. You'll have to choose to strengthen your trust muscle by exercising your faith. Be passionate about it and persist in acquiring the trust you need. Disobedience to the law is refusal to do what we know is right. We all know what is right, but we don't always do it because it seems to interfere or delay our immediate or instant gratification. <laughs> this, the, this is us having this temptation to forego a future benefit in, in order to obtain a less rewarding but more immediate benefit. We want quick returns. And sometimes we want quick returns and forget that sometimes the law seems to move slowly, but it always works perfectly and well. God always shows up and he's never late. We want instantaneous healing of our diseases, but we hate the idea of giving up the habits that cause them. Again, we know what's right. We have to follow God because God is principle, not merely governed by principle, but he is principle. The God-governed person is never in doubt as to the results to be gained by following the principle. Why? Because principle is based on law and obedience. So this law can have only one result, happiness, peace, and prosperity. All that is required of us is to learn obedience to the law and not to obey petty things that arise steadily as we allow our visions to be disturbed and harassed. Don't allow your visions to be disturbed, distracted, harassed, bullied. (laughs) Keep your eyes on the prize. Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Obey my voice and I will be your God and you will be my people. When we obey his voice, the law, then we understand. We humble our personal self to the divine self within us. We refuse to accept the outer appearances of things as being final and true, but we look within and seek that which is real and true as God intended it to be. Let us live with God in his work, not after we die, not tomorrow or the next year, but right here and right now, the power of this present moment, God, God's kingdom is here, is all around us awaiting our acknowledgement and obedience of this law is acknowledging it. May we not just be members of the kingdom of God, but may we advance the kingdom of God. May we acknowledge it and advance it and obey it. We must be able to talk and live with God in our daily life, have relationship with him, draw near to him, and he will draw near to us. Then we will have a life full of love and joy and hope and wealth, peace, here and everywhere. Job 36 verse 11 says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If we obey, if we obey, the choice is ours. Thank you, God, for giving us free will. And thank you that you have given us your power, which is at work within us. Thank you for equipping us with everything we need to live the life we desire. Ephesians 3 verse 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. All right, friends, thank you for being here with me today for The Law of Obedience. We have now covered The Law of Thinking, Supply, Attraction, Receiving, Increase, Compensation, Non-Resistance, Forgiveness, Sacrifice, Obedience, and And I'll see you in the next episode for number 11 of 11, The Law of Success.